This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash uberone for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Good evening, my foxes and foxettes. Welcome to the sloppy second show. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. It isn't uh, well. Yeah, let's let's just leave it at that, shall we? Um, different time, different channel. Thanks very much for uh, joining me again. If it's your second time tonight, or for the first time, is it is for the first time? I really do appreciate it. Uh, catch us on YouTube now, Lester Till I Die TV. And if it's your first time. Please consider giving us a subscribe, as it says there. 
smash the lights and click that notification bell because it does keep you updated with what is going on at the channel. And we've got quite a few sort of shows going on throughout the, the, uh, the summer break. We've got World Cup specials. We've got Women's Euro specials. We've got Nations final special. We've got... We got we got more specials than Delia Smith on Heat. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, welcome along. Bit of fun tonight. A bit of fun. Well, maybe maybe not, but you know we can but hope. Um, we're going to be looking back at what you fans said about your team at the start of the season. Get yourself a beer. Get the slippers on, and get comfy. So basically, uh, let me just see if I can. Ah, there we go. You can see you can see me better then. That's what you want, isn't it? Don't answer that. It's rhetorical. Okay. Um, what we did at the start of the season was we went to a fan of each club and said, "Where do you think your team will finish the season?" Uh, this was way back, obviously, in August, and a lot has happened since then. But I just thought it would be fun to look back and see. Who said what about whom, when, and where? How many W's can you get in a sentence? So we're going to go through it in alphabetical order, um, which means starting with, uh, well, I can just say this way. I think you could have actually approached these fans and asked the same question a couple of years ago, start of the season, Christmas now. Um because they, whoops, it easy. There we go. They predicted that their team, Arsenal, would finish in the seventh to tenth position. Now, they actually did better than they thought. They actually finished in the fifth and obviously got Europa League. However, the thing that they were saying mostly was that they wanted Arteta out. Like I said, Different time, same moan, same gripe. I mean, this manager has just got you to fifth, guys. You were thinking you were hoping for seventh or tenth. I mean, the only <laughs> the only funny thing would have been if you'd have ended up uh, in in seventh and in the conference, um, because that would have <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, Europa League. How do you feel about that? You said you didn't want the conference because you were Arsenal and you deserve to have Champions League football simply because you were called the Arsenal. How are you feeling now? Fifth and Europa League. Better, like I say, than the fans suggested, but still want Arteta out. What has the guy got to do? I have I've no idea. I don't know. There is arse in Harold's window. I don't know. But he's got you to fifth, guys. It was better than you expected. Villa. Um, yes. Well, this kind of uh, went wrong, didn't it? <laughs> Big style. Um, the fan there for Villa predicted that they would finish fifth to sixth. And they finished finally in 14th. I mean, obviously, they had a change of manager in then. Um they were struggling, as we know, with uh, Dean Smith. And they brought old Slippy Stephen in. Um, he, he Did he turn it round? I think he just kept it bubbling over. But, of course, they've already spent money today 
in, in the transfer window. So they're going to be spending a lot of money. They're talking to Tarkovsky. Uh, bugger off, we want him. Uh, we've been talking to him for years. Just bugger off, get back in the queue. Uh, but yeah, 14th was a little bit disappointing for you, I'm gathering. Mm. But it's still Premier League safety. So that was what the Villa fan predicted. Brentford. He predicted 16th to 17th, and they finished 13th. Um, his quote was, and not, not everybody's doing quotes, but his quote was, uh, would love to survive the season. Well, in fairness, Brentford, you did more than survive. Um, if you have a listen to a, a show I did earlier with um, uh, Julian Watts, the ex-Leicester City uh, professional defender, he rated your season very highly. I think he gave you an A. Um, because, And I love it. I love the fact that you've come up, you've stayed up, but you've given it a go. There are certain clubs, and I'm not going to say who, you probably know, there are certain clubs that, in my mind, just literally take the piss when they come up. And it's clubs like you and Leeds the other season and Sheffield United when they came up. And Blackpool and Huddersfield, you, know, you come up and you give it a go. Hull, you can add to that list. Okay, it might only be two or three seasons maximum, but at least you give it a go. You don't just come up and go, yeah, we're up, we'll have the money, we might as well go down now, because that's what certain clubs do. So Brentford wanted to survive. I think you did better than survive. I mean, it started off great for you, fantastic season, and I think you would be more than happy with that. Brighton, the fan prediction there was 16th to 17th, and you finished 9th. But you, you obviously, well, you have he who must be uh, honoured in charge, Mr Potter. Um, but to quote a film, he is not the Messiah. He is a very naughty boy. In fairness, again, those of you that know me know that I'm not, I'm not Graham Potter's I nearly said Brendan Potter then. That was a fraudulent slip. I'm not Graham Potter's biggest fan by any stretch of the imagination. I think he's got something to prove. However, credit where credit's due, he actually went a long way to proving something this season. I mean, Brighton always, always down there fighting relegation. You know, they've been to hell and back. Uh, you know, the, the Newcastle fans have, but Brighton, I mean, you didn't have a stadium at one stage. We were playing in an athletic park. Where that club has come from to where it is now should be applauded. And I looked at this and thinking, well, come on, Graham Potter, let's see what you can do. And he got you up. He, he, I thought you might even, you know, sneak into that, one of the teams that could sneak that Europa Conference place. It then kind of went all wrong. Uh, you went down to the bottom of the league. And you were, well, not say down to the bottom, but you were bottom of the um, form table at one point. And I thought, there we go. Brighton's back. Hello. Um, welcome home. But he did, he, he took he took the ball by the horns and he changed it and he got you back up. Ninth, just behind the best team, obviously, that there is. It was very, very acceptable. Credit to Graham Potter. You know, when, when you have something that goes wrong and you can turn it round, you've got to have some credit for that. And and I do give I do give Graham credit for that. It'd be interesting to see what happens next season with Brighton. There's a lot of teams coming through that are fighting for that place. I was talking to Rob Tanner earlier. 
you know, last two seasons we finished. Well, we'll come on to Leicester later. We can't talk Leicester all the time. Could actually, couldn't we? You know, uh, always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> Indeed, Life of Brian. Oh, one of the best films going in my top five, definitely. What did the Romans ever do for us? That's what I want to know. Oh, they knocked us out of the Europa Conference League. That's one thing they did for us. <laughs> Welcome along, Chester. Hope you are well. Um, right, let's have a look at the next one. After Brighton, Bur well, Burnley. Burnley. What can we say about Burnley? <sighs> I don't think Dan's listening, uh, so I think it's kind of okay. Um, yeah, I mean... Um, you know, I've got a soft spot for Burnley. I lived there for 20-odd years. My kids grew up. They are a great club. Um, they, they they made a couple of... Or they made both my boys' dreams come true regarding being a mascot at away games, which wasn't a done thing then. That was when you only had one mascot. So I've got, a, I've got an affinity for Burnley. They kind of knew that last season they rode their luck and they had to try and get out of it. They didn't, obviously, this season. They have done in the past. Um, uh, Andrew, 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 please, come on. I mean, if I if I had my machine, wah, 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 I don't know. Oh, it's here. Uh, that definitely is going to get a... Um, I am very well, Chester. Um, one of my better days. Hope you are well, too. Uh, yeah, so Burnley, you know, they, they had a bad season last season. Um... They struggled, they just stayed up. They needed to do something. The new owners had come in and they didn't do enough. I mean, you know, sacking Sean Dyche nearly saved them. Um, it was either going to be a, a, a brilliant piece of luck or the best chief executive decision ever made. It was neither, uh, it didn't quite work out. Would Sean Dyche have kept them up? Who knows? They might have gone down earlier they certainly did play for a couple of games and i kept thinking they'd do it i thought you know when when they got a couple of wins they were going to get come back and then we went and beat them so i mean <laughs> the funny thing is dan said and these are his actual words this season burnley could go down maybe you should do the national lottery this weekend dan maybe this is it andrew exactly exactly mate Burnley would go down if they didn't spend money. Um, and, you know, I know this old Chris would, um, but they got 30 million for him and they only spent 15. And they've replaced a maximum 10 goal a season striker. Um, and apparently that was good because I said he, he only got four or five. And I was like, oh, no, 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 he gets 10. But, you know, Chris Wood, we've had him at Leicester. I love the guy. He, you know, he didn't really get a, a fair chance at Leicester. Scored our first ever Premier League goal, of course. Um, and they replaced him with another maximum ten a goal, see uh, ten goal a season in the Premier League player. We will see what he's like, Veghorst, in the Championship. Um, it, they took it to the wire, eighteenth and relegated. Uh, they need to do something. They really do. Um, the squad they've got, if ever, you know, we say a lot of squads need overhauls, Leicester, Man United, but Burnley certainly do. And I think they may struggle to come back up, to be honest with you. If you watch this on catch up, Dan, 
forgive me forgive me uh chelsea now let's have a look what did the chelsea fans say fan prediction first final position third well uh <laughs> chelsea guy said good season with lukaku back as you can see there yeah how, how did that work out um i i was disappointed i actually predicted I'm not going to lie, I predicted Chelsea to win it this year. I thought they would go on. They impressed me with the FA Cup. I thought Tuchel was a, an excellent uh, a choice. I think he's a good manager. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. They've got the new manager in now. Uh, sorry, new owners in, sorry. They've promised the money. Uh, money that, you know, clubs even like Leicester can only dream about. Um, but, yeah, I, I was I was, with the, I was with the Chelsea fan. I did think that they were going to... Um, Gonna gonna win that, but uh, this season they didn't. They came third, and to be quite honest with you, they could have even they could have even lost that third position. Um, to be honest with you, exactly, exactly, Andrew. I don't. I think if they'd kept Wood, they wouldn't have uh, have kept them up. But if you sell Wood at that point, and yes, I know they did bring Veghorst in, and yes, it's all a gamble, but he was not the player that was going to keep them up either. So maybe they were just doomed. By the way, Chelsea, I had you for number one. You finished number three. Um, let's see what happens next season. Crystal Palace. Now, <laughs> I know nothing about football. I've discovered this season more than any other season, if nothing else, what I know about football, you can write on the back of a postage stamp. Uh, an old aging squad, um, a manager that was leaving, a lot of players that were leaving, a new manager coming in that, that hadn't played in the Premier League before. I had them down for 16th to 17th, the same. Um, and they did a slightly better than that. Uh, ending up fifth. Uh, did they end up fifth? I might have typed that one wrong, actually. I have typed that wrong. They finished twelfth. Uh, I don't know where that's come from. You know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't prepare these programs when I've had a few drinks, should I? They finished twelfth, uh, which for Villa. Uh, sorry, oh God, you see, here I go. Let me just. Uh, I see these, these these glasses of beer. Really bad. Palace finished twelfth, and they got to an FA Cup semi final. So then. It was a good season. It was a good season. Even the Palace fan thought they would struggle. And his words were, just avoid relegation. Um, Richard, good evening, sir. How are you? You're on the W, so you're at the, at the bottom end again. Uh, <laughs> no, I joke. I joke. Uh, enjoy. The, good luck in the conference next year, guys. We got to the semis. You should absolutely whack it. Uh, yeah, Palace, I think, always will be a mid-table team. You, you, you're quite right. They promise so much, but never quite. Always a bridesmaid, as they say. say. Everton. Well, where do I start with Everton? Fan prediction, 7th to 10th. <laughs> I know hindsight is a good thing, and we shouldn't laugh, but... Do you know what? Yeah, we, we know we know what happened to Everton. What I absolutely love is what the Everton fans said at the start of the season when he was predicting seventh to tenth. He said, We need stability.
Oops. Um, how did that work out? I I was surprised because um, I I absolutely thought Benitez might do a good job for you. I know he got the Liverpool links and all that that, but I honestly thought he was going to do all right. Um, he didn't, and I think I think if nothing else, what has happened to Everton this season should be a warning to a lot of clubs out there for different reasons. One, you can have the richest owner in the world, but if you buy crap players. And haven't got the right manager in, it isn't going to work. I mean, in fairness, you know, you've got a big name in. Um, as soon as Real Madrid came knocking, off he went. Ancelotti out the door. Boom. Um, and, you know, you know, when people are moaning at Leicester, as Leicester fans say, oh, we should get this manager, we should get that manager, we're Leicester City now. Everything is a hierarchy. And Everton, you could argue, have got a bigger hit. Well, not necessarily a bigger club, but they've certainly got a bigger history than us. And they couldn't hold on to Ancelotti. Uh, I know Real Madrid was, you know, Real Madrid, but, you know, he, he went off at the same thing. But 16th, they are just in dire. They have bought players in, but they are the wrong, wrong players. Literally, we, we know that. We, we, we know that. So uh, the stability that you were hoping for, Everton, hasn't come along. I actually thought going down might do you a, a bit of good, give you a chance to have a clear out, etc. Um, is Lampard the right guy to take you forward next season? We'll see when we do the predictions for next season, won't we? Um, welcome along to Simon. Evening, Chris. Hope you're well. I'm looking forward to Champions League again back at the lane. To be totally honest with you, mate, congratulations. Um, I, I, am I happy Tottenham are in the Champions League? Um, so I've just had a look on Manchester United on Sky. It has clearly been a disappointing season for the men's team. No shit, Sherlock. That's Richard Arnold, the chief executive of Man United. It has clearly been a disappointing season for the men's team. Uh-uh. <laughs> Wake up and smell the coffee. I, <laughs> I think that's the understatement of the season. But yeah, am I glad to see Tottenham in the Champions League? I'm not disappointed. Um, I would like to have seen some of the smaller teams like the West Ham's, the Leicester's, and obviously do better and, and type, fight for those. But if you're talking Tottenham, where, um, Tottenham, Arsenal, or Man United to get that Champions League place. Well done, Spurs. Yes, sooner you than those two, unfortunately. So, and Simon, help me out with these predictions last season. So, uh, I'm going to thank him for coming back in as well. So, Everton, we then went on to Leeds United. Now, talk about, I mean, you've got to thank these clubs because as a neutral, that last day was the best we have had as a last day for years. Maybe now we won't hear Aguero on the last day if you're watching Sky Sports. I doubt it because it was on about five million times. But what an ending. Man City 2-0 down, coming back to 3-2. Liverpool 1-0 down, uh, coming back and winning but not being good enough. Who was going to end up in Europe? Who, what, where, when and why? You know, it, was, it could have gone any way as to which team was going to end up in which cup. Uh, and, of course, down at the bottom, well, it all happened, didn't it? Um, it all happened for Leeds. 
I mean, what a what, I, I, I don't have a horse in this race. I would have liked uh, Burnley to have stayed up for reasons I stated earlier when we discussed Burnley, but at the end of the day, like I say, I haven't got a horse in this race, so it was nice. It was late. I think we had the only game to be honest with you that didn't actually make any difference on the last day. It was nice to put the feet up and, and do a show and not, uh, not, uh, not worry. Um, but the fan predicted seventh to tenth. And I kind of get where he came with that on the basis of last season, because that was kind of, the sort of you know how they they sort of were, were bobbling about uh, last season. So I, I understand that. Uh, I don't think he could have seen the way that Leeds United imploded. Um, they they well, again, let me quote you what the Leeds United fan said. We've got a good boss. <laughs> you had in fairness like i say let's be honest with you nobody saw that coming and i think unfortunately those heavy defeats that you were having four or five nils or whatever they were at the start of the season cost you um or looked like they were going to cost you um where that performance came from in the last day i know not Weldon leads I, I i don't dislike leads as a club i think the fans are very level-headed they are certainly not in the uh, in the group of like you know we are leads we're back where we belong we should always be here you know their fans that I've come across are very much um, very much it's nice to be back so I, I like I like that attitude uh, with the Leeds fans so yeah you were you were probably along with Everton between the pair of you uh, for the furthest out from where you actually finished. Um, after Leeds, it's the best club, of course, it is Leicester City. Um, I, along with everybody else, predicted another fifth or sixth, as you can see there. Uh, I didn't think we were going to get top four. You know, for us to finish top four, you needed one of the top four teams to, to fall away. That happened to be Man United, of course. Um, but you've then also had Tottenham Hotspur, as, as we saw with Simon Tottenham Hotspur coming back. Arsenal came back. You know, West Ham had another good season. So there's a lot of teams that were all of us trying to get through that door into sort of fifth place. And, of course, we had the season that we had. And we finished eighth. To be honest with you, disappointing, but not, not the drastic world-ending season that a lot of fans are, are, are saying you know it's eighth we were one place off europe we got to a european semi-final we got so i was distracted by the advert there she had nice legs really. um we, it it hasn't been a bad season at all we've had better of course we have but uh you know we've had a couple of seasons where there was you know us and another club well, it was West Ham last season that were, were trying to get that fifth place. Uh, they didn't manage it. We didn't manage it. But uh, we finished eighth. And like I say, and also, of course, not forgetting that we did win the English Super Cup. Always be called that. Liverpool. The fan prediction here was... Uh, oh, I also said... Sorry, I've got to, I've got to give myself a, a ticking off here because I did also actually say my quote was, we will not take the FA Cup lightly as holders. Uh, yeah. Shall we move on? 
<laughs> oh, hindsight is a wonderful thing. But then again, you shouldn't pour beans in your eye, should you? Sorry, guys. Right, Liverpool. Uh, fan prediction, he said top four. Um, second was where they ended up. And obviously they are in a Champions League final, a possible treble on. Hasn't been a bad season for Liverpool at all. Come on, guys. Do the business on Saturday night. It would be amazing to see you do that. Always want English teams to do well in Europe unless they are from the East Midlands and are not called Leicester City, obviously. So Liverpool, well done. Actually out-predicted what the fans thought they were going to be. And thanks to, to making that fight to go down for the Premier League title go down to the last day, it was really uh, much appreciated as the neutrals. Um, Man City, yeah. Fan prediction first, final prediction first, final position first, sorry. Uh, what can you say? Um, it's still not going right in the Champions League for you. I mean, my God, you know. You and Chelsea either capitulated or you just came across a very, very good Real Madrid side. Uh, I think a bit of both, to be honest with you. Um, you were a lucky Manchester City, um, but no cigar. Close, but no cigar. So there's always next season. Now, please, this has got to be introduced with one of these. Manchester United. I've been waiting all week to do this. <laughs> I know, I know. There's nothing like kicking. There's nothing like kicking an opposing team when they're down. That's what football is all about. <laughs> or if you're Patrick Vieira, an opposition fan when they're down. Um, <laughs> Manchester United. What happened? Their prediction was first. They have finished sixth with the lowest points they've ever got in in the Premier League history. And they are in the Europa League and not in the Champions League. I mean, you know, they finished second and fourth under Oli. They got Champions League football two years running under Oli. Once at our expense, let's not forget that. Um, and they sacked him. I think Manchester United, and I have a lot of banter with Manchester United fans about their team. And I, I, I was talking to Rob Tanner from The Athletic earlier this evening, and that is also, that's a Leicester City review. I've done one with a player, Jerry Taggart, one with a journalist, uh, which was, of course, as a Rob Tanner earlier. And we, we, dis we discussed, hello, Anthony, how are you? You've missed Arsenal, mate. You've got to go back to the beginning to to see what I said about Arsenal. Uh, I'm not saying it was funny. <laughs> but, no, Man United, you know, if we think as Leicester, we've had a, a, a problem season, you know, Man United and Everton. Three words, two teams. To be honest with you, worse, worse, worse than us. It's a shame for Man United. And if you take away the banter... And the problem is Man United, a lot of their fans, because they had so much success for so long, a lot of their fans don't know the pre-Fergie years. And between 
the Busby years and the Fergie years, Manchester United weren't all that. And Liverpool were the big team. Man United were probably just a Liverpool, uh, sorry, an Arsenal, no disrespect, Anthony with Spurs at the moment, you know, fourth or fifth and winning the odd cup. Um, Got to give credit. I mean, you know, you, you can't dispute what Fergie turned Manchester United into. They were a killing machine. They really were. And obviously when you've had that, and not just had it, but had it for so long, when you finally it wears off, it is going to be hard to get back. And the, yes, they've made mistakes. Yes, the owners have made mistakes. Let's put it. Let's say, let's say that the owners have made mistakes. Uh, they haven't given managers time. Um, you know, they, 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 they didn't give David Moyes time. What he's doing at West Ham, they didn't give. Well, they gave Ollie probably too much time. And what he's doing with Ollie is where they went wrong, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, is that they've given him the temporary job. He'd got over, you know, to, to try and re, redo the, you know, re, re get the um, players all back together and on side, reunite the dressing rooms, they say. And they'd got him in, as they are following on from Jose Mourinho. And it was an amazing effect. I mean, my God, Man United were a different team. But what happened to them? Man United decided to go and give Ole a full-time contract before his temporary contract had expired. And almost as soon as that happened, boom, it went off. Why not wait until the end of his temporary contract? Because let's face it, he wasn't going to go back to, to Denmark if you'd asked him then, was he? Or Norway, sorry, I should say. He wasn't going to go, um, wasn't going to go back to them if there was still a chance of getting on. So why not wait? So... Yeah, the owners have made a lot of bad decisions. Uh, Ten Hag has come in, obviously, uh, we know. Um, if I just hope he's given time. And I just hope Man United fans will look at this and go, all right, if we are going to finish fifth, sixth, seventh, fourth, whatever, for the next three or four seasons, until we get things, because it could take that long, until we get things back to how they were, we're going to accept that and we're going to give him time. It will be interesting a, if the board do, and B, more often than not, if the fans give him that time. If they don't give him that time, then you're just going to go on and on and on, uh, as you have been. But what I've got to say, and this, this is going to get one of these, I'm afraid. They are... This is what the Man United fans said about Manchester United this season. The double is achievable. There's a good chance of winning the title. And Ollie should do it. Now, I mean, I understand. You, you could take any of those individually. Yeah. You could, couldn't you? And it would be just be as funny, but put them all together and it's a quote of the season. So let me just repeat that. Manchester United, this is what their fans said at the start of the season. <laughs> They've got a good chance of winning the title. The double is achievable and Ollie should do it. <sighs> sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to laugh. That could be, you know, there. But for the grace of God, go all our teams. 
<laughs> okay, I will laugh, but I'll laugh off screen if that's okay. Anthony, just seen it, Chris. That's the Arsenal one. Thank you for those kind words. Put Arteta out. I don't know what you want, mate. Get Arteta out. Get Sean Dyche in. Big Sam. Alan Pardew. Don't know what you want, mate. Don't know what you want. And talking of um, <laughs> Sean Dyche, Big Sean. Uh, get that video up of that guy laughing, <laughs> which is quite right, actually. This has got to be for Manchester United. Uh, I've forgotten I've got this. Here we go. <laughs> Apologize, I'm continue. <laughs> just that's just for and I'm not gonna name him because let's be honest, it would be embarrassing. But yeah, apparently Manchester United, good chance of winning the title, double is achievable, Ollie should do it. Good luck in the future, um, Man United fans. Please, please make sure you give Ten Hag the time to change things round. Uh, because it will happen, but it's just going to take time. You've got to rebuild that. You've got a team. You've got great players, but you haven't got a team. Uh, you really want Mancini? Will he come to Arsenal? Uh, I had a very interesting conversation with Rob Tanner, the chief uh, Leicester City writer at The Athletic, about Tillemans earlier. Go and watch it. Go and watch it. It's on the YouTube channel. So, after Newcastle United... Uh, we're going to leave Manchester and go up to Geordieland to the tune. Hey, the fog on the time. I can't do an accent. He thought they would finish 16th to 17th. They have finished 11th. What a season it's been for them. Look, I'm not going to even pretend I know how these fans feel, what they put up with under Steve Bruce. You know, we've all we've all got tales of our own club, how we did bad under different owners and you know, it, you know, sometimes it's the manager and the owner's doing his best and he just picks bad managers. <coughs> Ollie. Um, not Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> Holloway when he came to Leicester. Um, <laughs> Turfers said more chance of a mankini. Probably, probably. Um, we can see Arteta in the mankini. Let's not go there, eh? Go on, Dan, you've got to do that. Do that and send it to me. Um, don't, do you know what? We don't, we don't know. We don't know how Man United fans feel under um, uh, under the Glaziers. We've got an idea, but we are looking at it from the outside. But, uh, you know, Newcastle, they have struggled. Um, they've been up and down. You know, they go into each season thinking, you know, is this going to be the season we go back down again? They've finally got some new owners, and I'm not going to go into the political side of it because that, that's what to do with football, uh, and that was up to the Premier League to sort out, but they, they apparently were happy. All I will say is Newcastle, you've got a fantastic manager in there, Eddie Howe. What he's done already for you this season and getting you up to 11th, let's be honest with you, look, I mean, the fan prediction there, 16th, and you finished 11th. Better than you could have ever hoped for. So, you know, you've got a fantastic manager. He will do you good. Whether he's, a, whether he's the name that's going to take you on to great things, who knows? Only time will tell.
but he's got your safety this year. He's going to get you, I think, you know, top 10 security, 8th, 9th, 10th, maybe next season and possibly the season after. And then, of course, it will be time for you to move on. Uh, whether that is with Eddie Howe or not, I don't know. Spend the money wisely. And please, please, for the 13 other teams that are in the Premier League, go and smash that top six window, please. Um, what they said at the start of the season... You could guess this. It's, it's almost, it's almost, it's almost as sort of repeatable as Arsenal wanting Arteta out. It's, we want Ashley out. We want Steve Bruce out. You got your wishes. You got your wishes. Uh, good luck, Norwich. What can I say about Norwich that is printable? Predicted sixteenth to seventeenth. They weren't even that good. Uh, new manager, Dean Smith's gone in. Wasn't able to save them. To be totally honest with you. I don't think Jesus Christ could have saved Norwich. Um, they, they come up, they make a farce of it, really. They come up, they get the money, they go down, get the parachute money. They come up, okay, they're not going to risk, you know, they're not risking going bust. They won't go bust, certainly. But they've got to give it a go for the fans. It's the fans I feel sorry for. You know, you come up and you know you're going to go down. I don't even think you got out of the top five all season, did you? I don't remember. I don't think you did. Uh, at least Watford were up at 12th at one point. But, I mean, Norwich, I mean, don't don't risk everything, but at least give it a go. And all right, you can say Fulham spent a fortune and didn't um, stay up, but at least they gave it a go. You know, you just, let's move on. Let's move on. Goodbye, good riddance. See you never, hopefully. Southampton fans prediction 11 to 15th and they finished 15th. I mean, what a season, Southampton. Um, a bit like, a bit predictable. Started off reasonably well, as they sometimes do. At least they didn't concede nine goals this season. I suppose that's something. Um, you know, Leicester, you had, what, you had one job, Leicester, last game of the season. Nothing was riding on the game. We weren't in any race whatsoever. You could have at least gone and got 10. Um, but no, that was wasn't for you, no. I mean, Southampton, I want Southampton to stay up because they're a team that's sort of, you know, a few miles down the coast from me, uh, along with Bournemouth coming back up and Brighton. That's me three away games next season. But, you know, you started off well and then you've struggled and you've dropped right back down. And at one point, I honestly think that... You were at one point close to getting drawn into the relegation fight. I believe Ralph's a good manager. I mean, the club have stuck by him for whatever reason after a 9-0 against Leicester and a 9-0 against Man United. But they have stuck with him. And fair play to them for that. But where do you go? Because as soon as you get a good player, you sell him. You know, I was joking with Rob Tanner earlier tonight that Bristol City are, are Leicester City's B team. They've got, you know, ex-players, ex-manager and ex-medical staff down there. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, Anthony. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Anthony's second club is Southampton. Um, I think if you go down far at the list far enough, you, you, you've got every club. But yeah, you know, you, you, you've... 
talk about him. You actually were booing your own manager. You were singing you getting sacked in the morning. Um, it's not looking good there. You've got new owners. Are they going to invest? Aren't they going to invest? What's going to happen? New owners doesn't guarantee anything. Look at Burnley. And, yeah, do you know what? I'm not sure where you're going to finish next season. I really, really don't. Um, probably around the same. Probably around the same. Um, whether Ward Prowse will go, apparently, according to, to Southampton fans, take away his free kicks, he's not got a lot to bring to the game. That's the Southampton fans saying it, not me. So, let, let, let's... I can't see them getting out of that next season at all, but we're not doing predictions for next season just yet. Um, Tottenham. Tottenham, Tottenham. No one can stop them. <laughs> well, what, is it bad that I remember Tottenham FA Cup songs? What's even worse is I remember Ozzy's on the way to Wembley. His knees have gone all trembly. <laughs> Jazz and Dave. I mean... I'm sorry, if only for that, they should get relegated, really, shouldn't they? Ozzy's on the way to Wembley. His knees have gone all trembly. It was one of those two seasons, I'm not sure which. I think it was the uh, the, the Chas and Dave one when they actually knocked us out in the semi-finals. Um, ah, that was a bad song. That was a bad song. <laughs> let, me, let me move on. Let me move on. I mean, Tottenham, they have well, fantastic new stadium. Um... And they were the absolute joke. Let's be honest, the absolute joke um, of the Premier League. I mean, how many managers did they try and get? What is the problem? Was it? Is it Mr. Daniel Levy? Does nobody want to work for him? Um, you know, they, they, they will tell you that, oh, you know, Conte wasn't ready to come to us. He wanted to break, blah, 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 blah. And do you know what? I don't agree. I personally don't agree with that. But again, I'm looking from the outside in. So, it, you know, I'm not saying that I am right. But they ended up with their 10th choice manager, was it? Ninth or 10th with Nuno. Um, he was never the right manager. He was a panic buy because the season was, was, was almost starting. And, you know, it... it it was a joke. I mean, everybody was laughing at Tottenham. You know, I could have put my name in the hat and probably got an interview for it. And we know what happened. You know, they, they were humiliated, and I mean humiliated, in Europa uh, Conference. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not having any of this. So where we're playing the kids. I mean, there was a, some team from God knows where knocked you out. I don't know who it was. Not knocked you out, but took three points off you. Um, you, you, you were a joke, but then suddenly you sacked Nuno. Well, not, not surprising, really. And you finally got, I believe, the manager that will sort you out. And with what he's done already, he's changed what well, he's got you, let's be honest, Champions League. And I'm sorry, Anthony, but I did say earlier that Tottenham, Man United, Arsenal, who would I want to be in that uh, fourth position? Yeah, Tottenham. I'm sorry, but it, it, it is. Um, what a manager he is. He's got a couple of uh, loan or permanent signings in the transfer window. And I hope that Daniel Levy sticks with him and backs him. I think, I think for me, Conte has been able to go in and go, okay, 
you need me more than I need you now when you sign. Um, but you better let me do this, 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 and let me have control over that, that, that. And if Daniel Levy doesn't, the worst thing that would happen to Tottenham, and he would do that, Conte, he'd, he'd walk out. He'd walk out. And if you let that guy walk out, Tottenham, that's your chance of winning any silverware again, gone out the window. As Anthony says there, yeah, Conte is an elite manager. He's the manager that Arsenal didn't get, if we're honest. Uh, Tottenham did. Well done, Tottenham, but you've got to make sure you keep him. Because if you don't, you let Mourinho go. He's won cups at every single club he's been at, Mourinho. He was, you know, probably last night, he probably looked at a picture of the uh, Tottenham badge and was pissing himself laughing. And he would have won one with you, but you sacked him before. But uh, the grass is always greener. It is now, like I say, Conte is the man to take you forward. He's the man that can win you things. Look, you finished better than you thought you would do. And that was when you thought you got new. Well, you did have Nuno. So, well done. Well done. Let's hope he can take you a little bit further. Watford. Just replay back to what I said about Norwich and just repeat it about Watford. To me, and it's not often I can say that Alan, Alan Shearer agrees with what I say, but I was saying it before him. But he quoted on Match of the Day, or he said on Match of the Day, you do not sack a manager after seven weeks when you're sat in 12th in the Premier League. What the hell did they want? You know, they took Ranieri on, and I said he's not the right manager for a relegation scrap. He proved he wasn't at Fulham. So what part of the board of directors' brains said, oh, I know, Ranieri's a good choice. Yes, he won the league with ourselves, but that was based on what had happened before with, with Pearson. That was, you know, he came in at the right time. Um, it was not the right time for other clubs that he's been at since then. Um, the argument that somebody put back to me was, well, hey, Watford weren't actually in a relegation fight at the time. Well, no, they weren't. So why do you sack a manager that has got you promoted and has got you sat in 12? Watford, you got what you deserved. Unlike with Norwich, nothing against you. Um, but yes, you need um, to, to sort yourselves out. Don't like the way, don't like the way that you only got your new manager either. Let, let's be honest. I mean, Roy was probably again the wrong manager, but you know, this guy you've got, you've got him, but it was disgusting the way you got him. And I think I probably speak for every football fan who's ever had that done to their club. Not the fact that you've poached him, the way you did it. Let's hope you go back down another relegation following this one. Sorry for the fans, you deserve better. Um, or West Ham United, what can I say? These I pinned my hopes on these because at the start of the season, when it was obvious that we weren't as Leicester City going to do well, we weren't going to be challenging for fifth again. I was hoping that West Ham would go. Because I said, I want to see another team come through and, you know, challenge that top top six, Sky's big six, if you like, whatever you want to call them. Uh, it will be Newcastle, I believe. Obviously, they've got the five power now. West Ham didn't quite have a big enough squad. Fantastically got through to the European uh, semi-final. Uh, again, ignore the fact that I put European Conference. That was another one where I was absolutely pissed. It was, of course, the Europa League semi-final. 
and well done to them for that. Um, didn't quite make it, but they have got well, they've got Europa Conference. Ah, see what I've done there. <laughs> see what I've done. They're actually they've got Europa Conference next season. Uh, and they're going to be one of the favourites to go for it. So West Ham were looking for seventh to tenth. They got seventh, and I think for West Ham that is a good, good um, season. Um, finally, last one: Wolves. Fan prediction: eleven to fifteenth. The final position: tenth. Wasn't far out there, was he, the guy? Um, do you know what? I say that a lot, don't I? Do you know what? I thought they were going to finish higher than this. Um, I thought along with Brighton and possibly Southampton at the start of the season that it could be the Europa Conference for them. I was surprised when they sat Nuno because I thought Nuno and Wolves had gone, had gone together like a glove. That They just seemed the ideal fit. They went out from went from Nuno to Bruno, stuck with Portugal, and he, he, I thought they were going to struggle, to be honest with you. I had them down as 16th, 17th. Um, and they proved me wrong. Again, they proved what I know about football is nothing. But they blew it towards the end of the season. You know, they were up there, they were challenging. Uh, and then what happened, you know, in the last five games... You know, we're going to say lost, drawn, lost, drawn, lost. You know, that, that wasn't the form they were on earlier in the season. They should have finished higher. I think they possibly will next season. Um, it'll be interesting next season. And um, that, that obviously, Wolves is the last one there. It's going to be interesting next season. And I'm already getting my Arsenal quotes ready. Uh, Anthony has indeed Brendan Rodgers. He's got his Arsenal quotes ready as well. Um, we haven't got Europe to distract us next season. Sound familiar, Anthony? <laughs> oh, dear. Let's hope, fingers crossed. It is going to be an interesting summer. The big boys are going to be spending big. We've already seen that. I think £26 million today uh, Villa was spent on somebody. Ireland's coming in. There's going to be some big signings. Uh, the likes of West Ham, Wolves, ourselves that are in that next bunch, maybe got to sell a little bit to, to sign in. Um, Anthony says, um, Chris, I've read that Leicester wants Danny Welbeck. Thoughts? No, we please do not let him anywhere near this club. Um, he is a, he's an injury. He's going to spend more time on the injury table than he is on the pitch. And to be totally honest with you, he's not even a good striker. You know, he, he he makes Chris Wood look like an elite striker. That's how bad he is, you know. If he could do what he did in two or three games all season, yeah, he'd be up there. But no, thank you. Do not want him at all. Um, uh, Anthony, can't wait to hear them. Um, next season's predictions, we will be doing that. But we're going to let the transfer window go first. Um and we tried last year, I think we did it before the transfer window because it changes everything. Managers may come and managers may go. All I can say is thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much to all the um, all the fans that did this last year with me and gave their predictions. And hopefully they'll do it again for us this season. I've got to say again, Manchester United, good chance of winning the title. Double is achievable. Ollie should do it.
Yes. Just shows be careful what you say. Thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, please do the only thing you can do. Please do the gentlemanly thing and give us a subscribe. Smash the likes and click that notification button. We have got a lot more shows coming up. And um, if you have already, thank you very, very, very much indeed. And if you've been listening on your favorite podcast platform, the big four are there, but we're on loads, loads more. Uh, Lester Till I Die. Ask your smart speaker to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die, if that is how you choose to listen to your podcasts. And if you have been listening, over 10,000 already this year. That is just unbelievable. Unbelievable, Jeff. Thank you so much, everybody. Sloppy seconds. I'm off to have a drink. <laughs> I thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Um, I'm not doing anything tomorrow. I think I'm off. Might be Champions League in or playoff final in um, at the weekend. We will see how it goes. Uh, I might have family up, so I might have a weekend off. Thank you very much, everybody. Stay safe. Take care. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Good night now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.